I don't know if this is an official beginning of the second episode, but if it is, then hi. <laughs> hi. Hello. How have you been? Good afternoon. Our listeners, welcome to this new podcast. Hi, I'm Ellie. Hi, I'm Gertu. And we're strong in theory. Welcome back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to our second episode. Ooh, mm-hmm. How exciting. <laughs> Very exciting. No, it really is. Um, it's it's actually nice. We're just um, reflecting uh, with Ellie just right now that we haven't seen each other for some time. And it's... Yeah, like a week. But oh. that's some time for us. <laughs> yes, it really is. And that uh, I was just expressing my concerns uh, over the fact that um, I really hope this podcast is not going to be the only forum when we can like sit down and uh, discuss uh, all of the important things to to us. Yeah, no, it won't. Yeah. But it will be a good opportunity to do so. Because we're going to have this chat date, even <laughs> even when we will be living apart or something. True. We'll have these dates of True. just talking. <laughs> yeah, and the microphone will be like an extension of our soul. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I don't have one of those. You should know that I am ginger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, what? Why, why do you not have a soul? <laughs> Oh my god, like just I've been, common knowledge. I've been friends with you for like thir- 13 months now. Oh. Okay, we've been like this is a great beautiful um introduction for this <laughs> second episode. Uh what are we going to talk about today? What is what is our what is on our to-do list? We're going to make a to-do list today. <laughs> so, this is kind of an inception of uh talking about to-do lists in an episode about to-do lists. We would like to delve a bit deeper um, into what does it mean uh, for us to um, to make a to-do list and how, yeah, maybe like more practicalities, like how do we do them, which tools do we use? Yeah. To basically, why, is, why did we decide to make a podcast about to-do lists? Why is it so important? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it is, at least for me, it's very central in my life, actually, to, to have a to-do list. I have constantly like 10 to-do lists on my phone and on paper on everything on my walls <laughs> mm. yeah no. those those mind maps and... <laughs> yeah so um okay so you you actually have like multiple to-do lists yeah i oh. do okay tell me tell me more i think that that actually tells a lot about our differences because you have one and i yeah. have many i have it's it's hard to explain how it works. In my mind, it works perfectly, <laughs> but uh, it might look like a mess to anybody else. But I have like topic or context related to do lists. Then I have these big to do lists with everything, and they're like kind of sub to do lists under those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow, you have like a whole ecosystem <laughs> yeah, of to do lists. I like, do. This is, yeah, it but d- it, it's not like an organized one though. Like. Some of them will be on my notes and some of them will be on Notion. Some of them will be on paper. Some of them will be on those mind maps on my wall. And mm, yeah, right. They're a bit all over. Yeah. Whereas like, I wouldn't even say that I have one to-do list. I Well, I have one central one that mm. is 
you would say a more short-term to-do list, let's say that really focuses on one week, but it still has um, monthly, let's say, tasks or or ideas too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In uh, that are on, on top of my mind and that I feel that needs to need to be put on paper. Uh, or or just visualized um but yeah i don't like really have them all over mm-hmm. because if if i think like why why do i do why do i make to-do lists is like i love being organized i love um clarity and just being on top of my game which is doesn't mean that i always am on top of my <laughs> game i mean it's um, a beautiful purpose to have or to something to to aim towards for sure for me as well it's a way to be organized um i have a different way of being organized i guess for me it's just there's i have i have a lot of stuff going on and i you said it actually i think or we talked about this of uh like uh putting stuff on paper making it more tangible and more graspable um because because sometimes your head is just overwhelmed otherwise. And I guess that's why I also have just random to-do lists here and there, because it's more than about having an organized list. It's about putting the thought out of my head into paper or like my my phone or something. It's like giving me the sense of inner calm. Okay. That that it's it's out there. Mm-hmm. It's I know it's on my list. And I will uh, do it when the, you know, time is ripe mm. f- uh, to do it. For me, it's not so important to complete the things on my to-do list, I realized. Like, sometimes it's just a way to clear my head. I feel overwhelmed by knowing that I have a lot of stuff to do. So then I put it on paper. I visualize everything that I have to do. And I might even, like, make a schedule of everything that I'm going to do and in what order. Mm-hmm. But then something comes up and I don't follow it at all. I used to get stressed by that. Mm-hmm. I used to be maybe try to make myself a slave for to-do lists. But then I realized that that's just not, not how it works. I realized that I do get my things done anyway. And I shouldn't be stressing so much about doing them the way they are on the list. And the list is only a tool and a support for my brain. <laughs> yeah, rather than taking the control over your life and uh, actually bringing you yeah. more stress instead of clarity. What's, yeah, yeah what, for me, I think actually the key word is clarity mm. in, in, in my weekly schedule. Mm. And also in general, like about my life, like what is the direction that I'm going to as a 26 year old? Uh, why are these things on my list? Mm. Uh, why is it important for me to uh, do A, B or C? So if we think about to-do list uh, and and maybe reflect more widely on, um, well, the Western way of um operating now like where you need to be productive and you Mm. know the the slogan of our times is very often like I'm busy yeah I'm so busy doing that yeah so um what does it mean to be productive for Hmm. you personally Hmm. yeah that's a (laughs) tough question yeah because for sure there is this kind of sense of needing to be productive just for the sake of being productive and being a good member of society and being a good person that is 
maybe coming more from a outside of myself um and that is for sure also part of the reason I do a lot of things but it's also having learned to identify the things that you can do in order to be a productive member of society but that you also get personal gratification from but I do recognize that I'm uh, it's it's a way of escapism also to be productive it's it's a way of escaping uh yourself in a way uh yeah for sure because when you put yourself in this um state of um you know constant movement and mm. and uh sometimes in a hamster wheel unfortunately yeah. then yeah this um what the is the expression about the rolling stone a rolling stone gathers no moss so in a way that's that's a lot how I've been living and how I live. And I do think that it suits my personality in the way that I am very energetic, very active, very... I need that stimulation all the time and this sort of productivity. But it's also a way of um, maybe uh, avoiding facing some things that might be a bit more uncomfortable to face. And an important thing for me is to leave room for uh, spontaneity. For me, that's just, it could be an item on my to-do list. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I do agree with that very much. So that leaving the room um, or, or more more so being, um, giving the giving the space for the flow or in your life to, to really come in as it, as it does. Mm. Um, someone said to me once, and I feel that it ties into what we're discussing now, is the find your balance in flow. But mm. really, if you think of it, like having the social life and this like unplanned aspect of your life, mm. would it like, would it taste so good? Let's mm. put it like that. If you wouldn't uh, have this like grinding, productive um, hardworking side of you. Mm. I mm. think they really go hand in hand and yeah. therefore, yeah, you can, it's, it's about this like duality, yeah. uh, that exists in everything that yeah. we do. So, and is this grinding only about the Western culture really? I feel like it's, I don't know. I couldn't imagine. Okay. There is like overdoing it. Uh, being too much into just doing things for doing things uh, and then realizing that there's they don't mean anything to you and that it makes you unhappy in the end. That's like one extreme, I guess. But I feel like it's a part of human nature in a way to get things done. Like, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe the fact that for me... It like very much reflects the western way of life is mm. that i see it around me mm. um a lot like whether it's via social media or mm. uh well it's also about you know who how do you curate your own feed and uh, what are your friends like so mm. it's it's about really also reflecting on mm. on your own little bubble although mm. i try to especially as a media student to to uh, get out of this bubble um but yeah i guess it's 
it's the surroundings that I have um, in a way. And that's why I've automatically gotten the impression that it's it's very much something that is so characteristic for our generation. Mm. No, the thought. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know, I'm just thinking about, yeah, this instant gratification of uh, crossing things off your list, that's one thing, but then they tie to in, into a bigger picture, right? It's about, it's about patience and perseverance also to, you know, kind of see the fruit of your work. Mm. And I feel like in a way that's, that's more why I have all these things on my to-do list of like, feeling that I achieved something. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, um, like you said, that it, it has been um, taken like to the other side of the spectrum in a way, uh, which guilty M myself, mm. you know, I you do realize you have these times in your life when you, like you said, you don't reflect really what you're doing. You're just like going along, you know, always in movement. Um, but yeah, Maybe that's something that's lacking is the um, mm, the stopping to wait, this the stopping and the the reflection of like maybe even the celebration of small victories, really to noticing and mm. uh, and uh, reflecting on projects finished. Yeah, you know what did I gain from this project? Is this something? Um, that I could uh, move on with is yeah. what are the aspects or the lessons that I will take from this exact project to imply to my next one. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I often feel that there's this like ghost projects even that just, you know, you kind of start and finish them. They sometimes yeah. they like fade away somehow, mm. but like so often, yeah, we don't take the time to, um, uh, to give feedback to ourselves or the also the people whom we um, cooperated uh, mm. within the project. So may maybe that's something that... Uh, yeah, that's very true. We always move on to the next one. And I think that's very representative of studying also, that you have one course and you might have actually enjoyed the course when you think back to it, you're like, oh, that was a good course. But in the process, you don't really enjoy the process so much. And then you get to the end and then you're already expected to start the next one and the next one and, and, and start looking for a job before even finishing studying and all of these things, which, yeah, you, you have to do them because you have to keep up with the pace. But at the same time, it's true that maybe you would get more out of of um, projects and courses and all of everything. Yeah, if you if, would just evaluate and mm. reflect on them and rather than leaving like tens of doors open, yeah. really kind of, a, again, this visualizing like, okay, which doors mm. am I going to close? Mm. Which doors should I, you know, maybe go into a bit more mm. to, to really... Yeah, again, bring clarity yeah. and, and, you know, there, I feel we would have way more, way less, um, maybe confusion if yeah. we would evaluate yeah. and reflect on the, uh, things that we've, we've done. Yeah. 
And in some courses, now I'm really much thinking about the, the education perspective. In some courses, there are these uh, feedback moments where you're asked to write a reflection on, on a course or something like that, but they seem like just obligations. You don't do it with your heart, really. You... You just do it because you have to deliver and yeah. you, it's just a task among others instead of being a moment to really think like, okay, what this, what did this assignment bring to me or mm. what, like, what is it like feedback doesn't, has kind of lost its value in that. Yeah. Often it's, it's all also about the form that the feedback has, um, or the template that the feedback has been, um, put on. It's just you know, like, which makes it easier in some sense, like, you know, from point one to 10, how did you like the mm. course and these things? It's standardized. No? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. That's the word. Uh, and yeah, if I reflect back on the um, experiences from, um, from the past with these like university feedbacks it's like okay let's take like 10 minutes at the end of this like class so you can uh, fill up the feedback form which I understand because you actually take time as a professor or a teacher uh, to um, to give to the students in the lecture or seminar mm -hmm. to fill it up uh, because at home they might not even do it mm. But I feel for me, like, that's so suppressing. It's But yeah. I want to have more time. Like, I actually want to yeah. give a constructive feedback. This yeah. is important to me. Yeah, but to you it's important. But then why don't people do it at home is because people don't see the value of it for themselves. Like, they think it's just, like, putting these uh, grade from 1 to 0, what, uh, 1 to 0, 1 to 10. Mm. What does it bring to me anymore now that this course is done? I just move to the next one. Whereas you could take it as uh, something that you can get personal gain from but but the format of the form is made also if we think about these university course evaluation forms they are really made so they can improve the course in the future there is nothing in those forms about your learning like mm -hmm. how did you feel about this learning experience how are you different from the beginning of this course it's not about that they don't care about that because it's also a system yeah of, uh, yeah i was just about to say that we we uh, kind of uh, arrived at a, to the topic that um, has been on our well it's constantly on our tables mm. um that like it's we are partly slaves to the system. That said, it doesn't mean that we cannot change the system. Mm. Uh, and it also ties mm. into everything that's happening uh, in the world now. And September 2020, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, well, a rocky year. <laughs> let's put it like that. Uh, but also in a very positive way, it's like... Yeah, that's exactly why we need to reflect. We need to speak up and uh, and uh, same implies for me, I think, for the university course too. Mm. Like in order to make it better uh, for the next ones to mm. come. Yeah. Like you have a role to play yeah. as an individual. Yeah, you have to kind of feel this responsibility of being a part of the community, whether it's like the community within your university or society as a whole you're responsible for more than yourself only yeah yeah you don't like 
act as a single agent. I mean, you do in uni, like you, mm. you stand up for yourself and your essay is your essay and yada, yada, yada. But yeah, really, yeah, being able to, and, and that's what we discussed in, um, in the first episode, really holding the perspective. Mm. Where do you stand mm. in relation with those people around you? Like, hey, now I'm a student of this institution. You know, what is the small um, network around me? Like my peers, my professors, my department, and how, you know, like start locally. How can I make my department better? Mm. This program that I'm studying now. Mm. And like, I do want to hope that this will make the whole university a bit better if we mm. can yeah. strengthen the department or mm. how, how do we build up, uh, for example, media creation and innovation studies in University of mm. Groningen. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's just about how you see it because we're, we're part of a system no matter what, or th of so many systems. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we cannot just decide to or some people do, but I think it's very hard to decide to get out of the system completely. So I guess it's about whether you see it from a very pessimistic perspective of we're all slaves to the system. And or, we cannot change anything anyway. Yeah. So like, yeah. no, like, why try anyway? Blah, blah, blah. Why does anything matter? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, I don't know, it makes your life quality way yeah. uh, lower. Yeah, giving up already before you started mm. doing anything right yeah so the other way of thinking is more of this hopeful and uh, optimistic way of seeing things that okay i'm a part of this i accept it what can i do to make it better for both myself and others yeah yeah so in a in a way detaching yourself from the system uh, but also accepting that you're a part of it yeah i think it's like maybe i would say like this optimism that is grounded in reality mm. like you see where you are like you are you acknowledge you yeah. are a part of the system ellie <laughs> you are a part of the system i am a part of the system Gertu, you are a part of the system um but seeing your agency in a way yeah, yeah. you're not just uh, another brick on the wall you're actually a human being that has agency <laughs> yeah and especially starting smaller, usually people also value your opinion and value your input. So you can have an impact. As you said, that ties to a lot of things in society. Yeah. In general. I really think so. I really think so. Yeah, I feel from here we could continue with mm. the discussion, like touch on so many topics. Yeah. That are really close to our hearts. Yeah, we started from to-do lists and we ended up uh, into we are a part of the system. So, <laughs> you are a part of the system. But, but yeah, but it's, it ties to the same thing that, you know, this to-do list and this productivity culture is a part of the system. It's, it's in a way, yeah, it's something that's expected of us and you can take it two ways. You can take it just as... Something that you like, things that you need to get done as a member of society, uh, you have to be productive in some way, contribute some way. You have to work to get money to live, just simply put. Mm. Um, but you can also take it in a positive, optimistic way that, okay, I am a member of the society. How can I use my knowledge, my skills? myself um 
to make it better to yeah. serve to to serve and and to serve society but also yourself i really yeah because these things are not like that they don't come without um, yeah what well, there's not one without the other yeah there, yeah exactly there's not one without the other so it's mm. it's this but the risk is that we forget ourselves i think that's that's the risk really of this uh uh grinding society that you just grind for the grind and you forget that uh you have to grind for yourself also that mm. but then already it's it, it comes into a loop that if you feel like you're contributing to society that gratifies you and that gives you agency and and empowers you uh as an individual also mm. yeah i also feel it can go also in the other way that i think we as we are really passionate about sustainable development and um, and uh, thinking of how can we serve or um, uh, have a social impact. Uh, but I think there's also the other side of the spectrum of, um, of only thinking about you. Like, if I'm gonna finish this quarter, then oh, I'm gonna like have this reward. One- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, and in the end, that's is that also, yeah, it's not that rewarding mm. if you live for that holiday. Wow, well, we have uh, covered a re- lot, <laughs> yeah, uh, many interesting um, topics, aspects, mm-hmm. reflections. reflections. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your um, conclusion for this discussion? I feel like we've been going in several directions, but I think we there was a thread of thoughts definitely mm. in there what what is your mm. feeling conclusion yeah maybe the conclusion would be that use to-do lists mindfully mm. yeah yeah don't let the to-do list to-do lists to take over your life mm. and steer the course of your life mm. uh but rather, yeah, take control. Yeah. Yeah, I would conclude on something similar. To-do lists are tools. They're they're there to help, but they're not everything. Is it just this surface-level productivity mm. or illusion of productivity yeah. that we gain from them? Or, yeah, do they actually, yeah, like you said, uh, help to um serve ourselves better mm. and through that i really do believe so serve um the community or yeah. the the networks that we are part of uh, yeah. uh better and to yeah. move forwards with a clearer mind yeah hopefully. because then you do things with your heart and if you do things with your heart i feel like it can rarely go wrong <laughs> yeah yeah this like genuine passion I think that's a nice way to end. Yeah. Do things with genuine passion and not your heart. Beautiful. No, that's that is a beautiful <laughs> note to end this episode. Hopefully you guys will have a chance to reflect on your habits mm. around to-do lists and what do they mean to you and maybe um yeah, maybe you will start doing to-do lists. Mm. Maybe you will like, stop doing to-do lists. Yeah, yeah, also. Whatever works, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, if this raised some thoughts in you, please do send us a message on Instagram, uh, Strong in Theory. 
we would be happy to continue the discussion uh, more broadly or if there's you know anything anything related to this uh, episode some feedback anything really yeah that comes to your mind we would be very happy if you joined us there all right thanks for tuning in and we will be back next time yep see you then no not see you um Mm. hear you then (laughs) i don't know what to say i have to i'm still hear you then (laughs) i'm still getting used to this podcast thing all right all righty well hear you then (laughs) 